Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Now we come to the final chapter of the book of Ezra. And it is following on the heels of Ezra's uh, prayer of confession, having to do with the sin of intermarriage with groups from other faiths and practices, primarily pagans all around them there in the Middle East. That's the, the issue they were dealing with in, in this chapter. And so in chapter 10, we conclude with the people coming on board with Ezra, and uh, they get convicted of their sins as well. And they make the radical decision to divorce their husbands and wives that are of other religious faiths. So let's read Ezra chapter 10. While Ezra was still praying and confessing, weeping and throwing himself down before the house of God, a large crowd of Israelites, men, women, and children, gathered around him. They too wept bitterly. Then Shekinah, son of Jehiel, one of the descendants of Elam, said to Ezra, We have been unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women from the peoples around us. But in spite of this, there is still hope for Israel. Now, let us make a covenant before our God to send away all of these women and their children in accordance with the counsel of my Lord and of those who fear the commands of our God. Let it be done according to the law. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you. So take courage and do it. So Ezra rose up and he put the leading priests and Levites and all of Israel under oath to do what had been suggested. And they took the oath. Then Ezra withdrew from before the house of God and went to the room of Jehoahan, son of Elishiab. While he was there, he ate no food and drank no water because he continued to mourn over the unfaithfulness of the exiles. A proclamation was then issued throughout Judah and Jerusalem for all of the exiles to assemble in Jerusalem. Anyone who failed to appear within three days would forfeit all of his property in accordance with the decision of the officials and elders and would himself be expelled from the assembly of the exiles. Within three days, all of the men of Judah and Benjamin had gathered in Jerusalem. And on the twentieth day of the ninth month, all of the people were sitting in the square before the house of God, greatly distressed by the occasion and because of the rain. Then Ezra the priest stood up and said to them, You have been guilty and unfaithful. You have married foreign women, adding to Israel's guilt. Now honor the Lord, the God of your ancestors, and do his will. Separate yourselves from the peoples around you and from your foreign wives. The whole assembly then responded with a loud voice, You are right. We must do as you say. But there are many people here, and it is the rainy season, so we cannot stand outside. Besides, this matter cannot be taken care of in a day or two, because we have sinned greatly in this thing. Let our officials act for the whole assembly. Then let everyone in our towns who has married a foreign woman 
come at a set time along with the elders and judges of each town until the fierce anger of our God in this matter is turned away from us. Only Jonathan, son of Asahel, and Jehaziah, son of Tikvah, supported by Meshalem and Shabbatai, the Levite, opposed this. So the exiles did as was proposed. Ezra the priest selected men who were family heads, one from each family division, and all of them designated by name. On the first day of the tenth month, they sat down to investigate the cases. And by the first day of the first month, they finished dealing with all of the men who had married foreign women. Among the descendants of the priests, the following had married foreign women. And then it gives a a number of names. Uh, They all gave their hands in pledge to put away their wives. And for their guilt, they each presented a ram from the flock as a guilt offering. And then finally, we read, uh, all these had married foreign women, and some of them had children by these wives. And so a long list of people are given, uh, the leaders of each clan, and uh, they're speaking in proxy that they're investigating each of the, the uh, situations of intermarriage, religious intermarriage, and they're causing them to um, separate. And so the people were listening as Ezra prayed as this chapter began. He was praying in front of the temple out loud. He was confessing. He was weeping. He was throwing himself down before the house of God. And remember, this is the governor. He is the the lead official and the lead religious authority in Israel at that time. And so the people were deeply moved. A large crowd, men, women, and children, gathered around him, and they began to weep too. They wept bitterly, the scripture says. And under conviction, one of the leaders said, We have been unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women from the peoples around us. But in spite of this, there's still hope for Israel. Now, let us make a covenant before our God to send away all of these women and their children in accordance with the counsel of my Lord and of those who fear the commands of our God. Let it be done according to the law. Ezra, rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you. So take courage and do it. And so Ezra was deeply moved by this commitment and this um, show of agreement, this show of conviction, this show of godliness. And we read in the following, Ezra rose up, putting the leading priests and Levites and all Israel under oath to do what had been suggested. And they took the oath. Then Ezra withdrew from before the house of God and went to the room of Jehohanan, son of Eliashib. While he was there, he ate no food and drank no water because he continued to mourn over the unfaithfulness of the exiles. So he was in a a total fast, no food, no water. A proclamation was then issued that went throughout the land, saying that anyone who failed to appear within three days would forfeit all of their property according to the decisions of, of all the elders. And so within three days, all the men of Judah and Benjamin gathered in Jerusalem uh, before the house of God, and they were greatly distressed. The situation was distressing, but on top of everything else, it was raining. In verse 10, Then Ezra the priest stood up and said to them, You have been unfaithful. You've married foreign women, adding to Israel's guilt. Now honor the Lord, the God of your ancestors, and do his will. 
separate yourselves from the peoples around you and from your foreign wives. And so the whole assembly responded collectively, you are right, we must do as you say. And to let our officials act, let everyone in our towns who has married a foreign woman come to the elders of each town and expose their sin and, and separate from these intermarriages. And so by the first day of the first month, they were finished dealing with all the men who had married foreign women, and the separations took place. They were carefully examined, and um, uh, the leaders that examined each group are, are listed by name in this chapter, and of course, I didn't read them. So all of this to our Western mindsets sounds um, extreme, but from a kingdom of God perspective, it makes perfect sense. Remember, Israel had been expelled from the Holy Land because of their idolatry previously. That's why the, the first the Assyrians were able to come to the northern kingdom, and then that's why the Babylonians uh, were able to conquer the southern kingdom. Uh, Judah and Jerusalem and so forth. So idolatry was a huge sin. The pagans living in this area were still idolaters. And so for the Jews to come back to this area and intermarry with those that were following the very practices that had brought judgment was totally unacceptable. And once the Lord brought conviction, they saw it and they agreed to separate themselves from this situation. So Lord, open our eyes to where we're compromised. Open our eyes to where we're vulnerable. Show us, Lord, where we go physically, that demons congregate and assail us. God, help us to order our steps. Help us to order um, those around us who love you and to create a support system of believers to help strengthen us. Lord, remind us if we've gone astray and come into union with people that would lead us astray. We pray, God, for your conviction and your guidance, your forgiveness, and when your love, Lord, would be manifest to us and to those who are in error as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.